This is the primal scream of a dying regime. Pray for our enemies, because we're going medieval on these people. We're just not got a free shot all these networks lying about the people. The people have had a belly full of it. I know you don't like hearing that. I know you try to do everything in the world to stop that, but you're not going to stop it. It's going to happen. And where do people like that go to share the big lie? MAGA media. I wish in my soul, I wish that any of these people had a conscience. Ask yourself, what is my task and what is my purpose? If that answer is to save my country, this country will be saved. Warren, here's your host, Stephen K. Bass. Mika, that's absolutely right. According to three sources familiar with this matter, FBI uh, agents, as we speak, are searching President Biden's Rehoboth Beach home for classified documents. This comes, of course, after there have been a discovery of a number of batches of documents at his think tank here in Washington and also at his home in Wilmington, Delaware. Now- Today, the FOMC raised our policy interest rate by 25 basis points. We continue to anticipate that ongoing increases will be appropriate in order to attain a stance of monetary policy that is sufficiently restrictive to return inflation to 2% over time. Okay, uh, we've <laughs> today, wow, what a day. Uh, it's Wednesday, 1 February, year of the Lord, 2023. You notice how the intensity, we told you that 2023 was going to be uh, incredibly intense, and we started off those first couple of days with the fight for the speaker, and we said it was only going to get more intense over time. Every day gets more intense, and it's behind the scenes. It's in the foreground. It's everywhere, and it's not just the U.S. It's it's international. It's capital markets. It's all of it. I got Philip uh, Patrick from Birch Gold uh, joins us, but I, just, I want to make sure people understand the historical context. We had it, – it's it is awful enough – that we had the uh, FBI raid a uh, former president, quote-unquote, former president's home down in Mar-a-Lago with uh, President Trump, although he's our president, as you guys know. Uh, but it is extraordinary to have the FBI, and that's what it was. I realized it was negotiated and everything like that. We're going to play the gaggle later when, when Boris gets up. It is extraordinary. The FBI essentially raided a sitting president's home today. I want to make sure everybody don't don't fall for the um, the spin of MSNBC or the New York Times or the way they cover this up. But it's absolutely just absolutely incredibly uh, extraordinary, right? Extraordinary. What's uh, what's going on? The FBI, uh, the FBI today. Um, uh, oh, by the way, we're great. Fantastic. Can I get that clock right there to uh, thank you? My crack production. We're, we're cutting so much uh, film right now because there's so much happening here late in the afternoon. But the FBI raided the FBI raided a sitting president's house, and you tie that in with what's going on in, in uh, with Zelensky, all this the the weapon shipments, the the commitments of F-16. Then they're not committed. You got Boris Johnson running around here, up on Capitol Hill, uh, you know, pressuring people, saying, uh, you know, we got to stick together. We have massive input over Ukraine. There is so much going on. It's intense. McCarthy just left uh, the White House. They had a one-hour meeting. We're going to have some clips on that in a second, but i got to bring uh, Philip Patrick in. Philip, overall capital markets, I mean, the, the first off, your sense of Powell 
getting on top of inflation. I mean, you guys are the best guys in gold, which is still the, you know, one of the investment alternatives uh, to, you know, bonds, stocks, uh, or the U.S. dollar. What's your sense today? What's Birch Gold's sense today of PAL, the messaging he did, uh, et cetera? I mean, no, no real surprise. Um, one thing's clear, though. The Fed do not have a handle on inflation. People are looking at headline inflation coming down. Liberal media are pushing the line, hey, we're getting on top of it. Look, it was transitory. It really wasn't, right? We've talked before. Um, headline inflation has come down. The only meaningful areas are two, right? Gas prices and used cars. Look at what's happening to energy prices in January. They're spiking again, reverting to the norm and used cars. I mean, if you didn't buy a used car in the last 12 months, then inflation really hasn't reduced, right? That's the reality. What I think's interesting, though, is why the Fed now are softening, right? Why are we sort of, it was a quarter point last time, a quarter point this time. Why slow down the velocity, right, when we really don't have a handle on inflation? I think it's sort of clear, right? The Fed have this tough situation, right? Right now, the federal government's paying 4.5% APY on one-month treasury notes. And it's a recipe for disaster when you're carrying $30 trillion of debt, right? Actually, last time yield curves have inverted, as they have now, that was in 1981, before the brutal recession in 1982. So the Fed is sort of walking this tightrope. They're trying to lower inflation without driving the government into bankruptcy, right? So it's a very, very tough situation. I don't think they know quite how to play it. You know, the question that's interesting, though, why not let inflation take a grip? It's, you know, it's one way to devalue the debt. And this is where this other angle comes in, right? The thing about the U.S. dollar today, since it's not backed by gold, it's essentially an IOU. So without any backing, the only thing really supporting it is the full faith and credit of the U.S., right? The only thing that gives the dollar value is credible inflation fighting policy. That's it. Right now, if you look at the fundamentals of the economy, U.S. debt to GDP, it's on par with examples of fiscal prudence like Mozambique and Angola. The only thing that's allowed the U.S. dollar to maintain global reserve currency status and amass debt was this incredible inflation-fighting policy. Now, you know, you could argue that the U.S. has been coasting on Volcker's coattails for the last 40 years. That time is over. So the Fed's inflation-fighting credibility is in tatters, and I think the dollar's reputation as global store of value has never been worse. So you look at this tightrope, it's between bankruptcy on the one hand, permanent loss of global reserve currency status on the other. It's, it's a very tough situation for the Fed, and I don't think they know yet how to handle it. I think they're waiting for things to unfold, and they're going to react moving down the pipe. I just want to make it short. Go to uh, birchgold.com uh, slash Bannon. You get, we, we've got two in a series, and we're working on right now to come out with a third about the end of the dollar empire. This whole situation about the reserve currency, and particularly what's, what I call the global south, right? The global south being really the control, they control the resources. And, you know, for decades and decades and decades, ever since the pound, you know, between, right around World War II, when the empire got crushed. Uh, the pound was the global, uh, uh, the primary reserve currency. Now it's the dollar. It's been the dollar. What's its Bretton Woods and what, uh, eight, 70 years, 80 years. Um, that is all in jeopardy now. And this is the, 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 the situation. I'll tell you what, let me, cause I want to, the deficit, the debt, <laughs> the Federal Reserve, it's all inextricably linked. And what we're trying to do here 
with the uh, Dave Bratz, who's going to join us tomorrow, and the uh, and the Steve Cortezas and the Philip Patricks and others, is make sure these are teaching moments because they've never wanted uh, the working class and they've never wanted the middle class to really understand how this is all interconnected, right? Because they, 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 in ignorance, they, 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 it's their benefit. And we're going to make sure that that's not, that you're an active participant. When, when Philip talks about the full faith and credit, remember... He talked to either bankruptcy or lose the prime reserve currency. Uh, we have a creditors committee, as you have in any bankruptcy. You are the chairman of the credit. The, the posse is the is the chairman of the creditors committee. Uh, Philip, it just broke. I want to get your response. Let's hear uh, uh, McCarthy. And I will tell you, I think it's the best I've ever seen McCarthy. He had a meeting at the White House today, the opening salvo in this negotiation on the debt ceiling. We've told you now for a year this was going to happen. Let's go ahead and play it. Parents raising their kids across this country right now, and they see this national debt at thirty-one trillion dollars, growing and growing. We're worried that their kids' future is going to be buried into that mounting debt. What do you tell those parents watching right now? I'll tell those parents right there. That's why I'm here. That's why I'm here to make sure their children do not have and continue this debt. If you just look, if we cha- continue the trajectory that we're on, in the next ten years, we'll spend eight trillion dollars just on interest. $8 trillion just on interest. What that means, though, too, because of the spending that has been going on, is that's why you have inflation. America's strength will shrink it. Everyone has always said it doesn't matter what occupation you're in, whether you're U.S. general or not, the greatest threat to America is our debt. Our debt is now at 120% of GDP, meaning our debt is larger than our economy. If the, this is higher than at any time in American history. And it's higher at any time in American history when the revenues that are coming into government are higher than any other time. So we've got a lot of revenue. We just have a spending problem. And that's where I want to find that we could find common ground. Can you commit that the U.S. will not default on its obligations? Look, if I look at anything and you want to equate this, if you have a child and you give them a credit card and they spend that limit, You're responsible for paying that credit card. But the responsible thing, too, is going forward, not just raise the limit, but look at how you're spending. You know, I look at Chuck Schumer. He's never passed a real budget. He's never passed any appropriation bills. But he puts a $1.7 trillion omnibus coming through. The American public doesn't want that. This is their hard-earned money. They don't want government to take more of it. They don't want it to waste it. So now is a moment in time. We've got five more months. I've just walked out having an hour conversation with this president that I tell you in perspective was a good conversation. No agreements, no promises, except we will continue this conversation. I want to continue it on behalf of the American people, on behalf of the parents, on behalf of every taxpayer here, that we put ourselves on a trajectory that makes America stronger, secure, and balanced. Look, I think Kevin McCarthy, Philip, I want to bring you in. By the way, we're going to get Andy Biggs. Andy Biggs is going to be able to join us here for a couple of minutes to talk about this impeachment move today. Um, Philip, uh, you and I are dead-enders. We're hardliners. Uh, we want to see the model first. But I think Kevin McCarthy, I think he did well today. Did you? Know? That was a, really a, a brilliant way he, he summarized coming out of the uh, White House, sir. Yeah, I was very, very impressed. He talked the talk today. Let's see if he walked the walk, right? We've seen the Republicans back down in the past. This is one fight that they cannot cannot back down from. And we can't either. I want to say one thing if I have a minute, right? People look at the Federal Reserve and hope that they have their best interests at heart. The Federal Reserve 
is not looking after our best interests. They want stability for the financial system, for banks, for insurance companies. Now, if, if our lives are better in the meantime, then great. But if not, it's too bad, right? You know, I'm not saying the system is rigged here, but what everyone has to understand is the system doesn't care about people. We're irrelevant. We are numbers on a spreadsheet. We can't trust the Federal Reserve to look after our own financial stability. It's down to us as voters to go out and fight the fight. It's down to McCarthy to stand firm. If they don't, it's going to be a disaster. The one thing he didn't say is, if my child has a credit card and is spending money, I take that credit card out of my child's hand. And that's what we have in the White House. It's got to stop. He did a great job. He's just got to back it up now. No, no, you got to you got to cut it up. We got a couple of minutes here, and I'm I'm going to ask you because I got to get Boris in, I got to get Biggs in, but I need you to hang around real quickly. McCarthy just reiterated something you said, and I want to make sure we get this uh, construct out there. 120 debt. The total debt now is 120 percent of GDP. That has always been a specific line. Tell us why that is so important. Why you focused on it, and why McCarthy obviously briefed about it, focused on it too, sir. What is everything, right? Is how much money do we bring in versus how much money do we spend? I mean, that's the, the basics. It's a PL for the country, right? And if you look at these disaster stories, I mentioned Mozambique, Angola, um, uh, Oh, gosh, my brain just died there. Argentina, right? You look at their numbers, they're similar to the United States today. I mean, it's bananas to think that we've put ourselves in a position. It's the most important thing. And we've gotten ourselves into a terrible situation, Steve. And like I said, the only thing that is allowing us not to go that route is global reserve currency status. But the more money we print, the more we devalue, we lose that. We go the route of Argentina. That's it. the third aspect of ours is, is getting into the details. The three, f- third free as- a chapter of this is going to explain to the audience not just what global reserve currency means, but what happens when you lose it. Okay, we're going to take a short break. We're going to come back. We've got Congressman Andy Biggs. There's a move now to uh, impeach Mayorkas. we got uh, J.D. Vance endorsed President Trump today, but had a detailed discussion about this op-ed he has in Wall Street Journal about Ukraine. Boris is going to join us about that. Also, they had a gaggle what they call a press gaggle with uh, the one of the White House counsel, the guy assigned to this uh, to the Biden, uh, you know, top secret crimes uh, unit uh, in the White House. He had a press gaggle. It didn't go particularly well. We're going to get to all of that. Philip Patrick's going to hang around. We've got a lot more questions on the accounting. Make sure you go to birchgold.com slash band. You get all the information right now. Short commercial break. Be back in the warm in just a moment. Will the lack of a red wave during the midterms lead to a more emboldened Biden, more wasteful government spending, higher taxes, a deepening of inflation? And how do you protect your hard-earned savings from chaotic financial markets? The answer, by diversifying your retirement savings with real physical precious metals with Birch Gold Group. Text Bannon to 989898 for a free info kit on protecting your savings with gold in a tax-sheltered account. Birch Gold has almost 20 years' experience converting IRAs and 401ks into precious metal IRAs. Text Bannon to 989898 and claim your free, no-obligation info kit. Don't let the left devalue your savings. Own physical gold and silver in a tax-sheltered retirement account from Birch Gold. Birch Gold has an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau 
and thousands and thousands of satisfied customers. Text Bandon to 989898 and secure your future with gold. Do it today. Take action. Use your agency. Secretary Mayorkas, uh, we reached out. I, I assembled about a dozen sheriffs. We met in El Paso. Uh, we sat down with the secretary. We gave him a 16-point action plan uh, to share, to look at we thought were common sense, humanitarian, and public safety, national security objectives built within that. Never heard back. I asked the secretary uh, where that plan was, what, he, what they were going to do with it. He asked me what plan. So long story short is we've never got a response back from the secretary. Last year, over 300,000. He's got a new program designed just for four nations, Cuba, Haiti, Nicaragua, and Venezuela, that'll bring in up to 360,000 people for parole and those two programs alone. He has allowed the non-detained docket to grow to approximately 5 million people. It's just under 5 million people right now. He created new categories for ICE priorities. That's just in the policy segment. Now, I'm going to let other people talk, um, and I will then, when I come back up, I'll finish off why this is obviously intentional. I'll talk about his statements that he's made. I'll talk about the numbers and how those relate uh, to this, and I'll talk about the, the ongoing programs that we that he's putting place to facilitate illegal immigration. That's why I say Secretary Mayorkas must be impeached. The founders said that you have impeachment for high crimes and misdemeanors. That's constitutional. And they defined high crimes. They didn't say you had to be convicted of a felony. What they said is you have a public official who has violated public trust. And there is nobody who typifies that more, in my opinion, than Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas. Okay, Congressman Andy Biggs joins us. Uh, we thank you, Congressman Biggs, uh, for doing this. Look, here, here's a question. You've got the Select Committee on China. You've got the Oversight Committee are starting to blow people up. You've got Judiciary. You've got Homeland Security. You've got investigations. You know, people have got their lanes. They've agreed to jurisdiction. You've got hitters on every one of these. You've got firebrands on every one of them. They're starting these investigations. In, in Europe, you know about prosecutions. You're a tough lawyer. The first question, are you jumping the gun? It, should there be an investigation or, or is it is it appropriate and proper to kind of cut to the chase like it appears like you're cutting? Because this is pretty dramatic and pretty powerful in the opening days of the 118th Congress. You've actually putting forward legislation now to impeach or move to impeach a sitting cabinet member, sir. Yeah, Steve, this is actually the way that this triggers the impeachment inquiry for the Judiciary Committee. So this this legislation should be assigned to the Judiciary Committee, and then we should just get rolling on this in the Judiciary Committee to actually have an inquiry. Um, my guess is that uh, this will be assigned to maybe a subcommittee of the Judiciary. We'll start looking at it and accumulating the evidence that's there and then prepare to make our case to the committee. I don't think it's jumping the gun, Steve. I mean, we can't wait much longer. I mean, he's caused 5 million people to illegally enter the country in two years. We wait another two years. We wait to, 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 to really get going on this. Who knows? You're going to be you're looking at 8 to 10 million people uh, in the country illegally on top of the 30-some-odd million that are already here illegally. You believe... So walk us through the technicalities of this. By doing this itself, does it automatically get assigned to judiciary? Does it automatically, does Jim Jordan then 
farm this out and create a subcommittee or put it into a subcommittee and things start to roll? Or do you need more votes? Walk us through the mechanics of what happened. Because, look, this audience more than any uh, understands there's an invasion on the southern border. And this was not by looking the other way. This was actually uh, went around and, and, and went around the existing laws on the books of the United States of America. So, but I think people are most interested about how does this, act, what are the mechanics of how this actually works? Well, by having legislation, this, this will get assigned to a committee and by, and the committee will be judiciary. I mean, that's, that's the normal process would go to judiciary. Um, and the same thing with Fallon's uh, impeachment uh, bill as well. So those go in there. Uh, at that point, Jim Jordan, who is the chairman of the Judiciary Committee, will decide how he wants to proceed. He may want to have a series of hearings of the entire committee. He may say, look, we've got a subcommittee he wants to have uh, bring that forward. Maybe it's my subcommittee on uh, Homeland Security because that, some of those issues fall into mine. It may be uh, Tom McClintock of California's uh, subcommittee on immigration because it deals with him. It may be on Thomas Massey's administration subcommittee. But the point would be Jim would get the ball rolling. Chairman Jordan would get the ball rolling um, and determine where, how he wanted to proceed, whether it's a full committee or a subcommittee. And then we'd go through, have the hearings. Uh, we'd work with our, our specific counsel, which has been, by the way, Steve, uh, we've really revved up Council on the uh, and staff on both the oversight and judiciary committee, so we can handle stuff like this, and then we go forward from there. And if if the judiciary committee uh, comes back with uh, you know like almost like a grand jury true bill, but but the, if we came out and voted to forward that resolution to the whole body, then we go through the to the whole floor of the house and begin uh, having those big hearings uh, and. Uh, Speaker McCarthy would do something uh, at that point to uh, uh, create uh, members of a special committee to go on the uh, the impeachment of Alejandro Mayorkas. Do Do you believe you just gave this very powerful presentation out outside the Capitol at the mics? Do you believe today that you have the information that you need that if you had to, you could present where he's subverted? the existing laws of the United States, broken the laws of the United States to effectuate this invasion that would lead to impeachment? Do you think you have that now? Do you think you need hearings and further investigation to get there? I think I think I have the evidence. I've seen enough evidence to be convinced, and I think we could present that. But to provide, uh, you know, due process, I mean, he has to be able to come in and try to rebut that. He tried rebutting that a little bit this morning. Uh, uh, on some, like in NBC, MSNBC, something like that this morning, and it was woefully weak. Um, and I think that we can, I am convinced that if we were allowed to proceed and go forward, we'd get additional information and present that. It would have to be done, in, a le in my opinion, in a legal format, and I think I've got that, um, but we want to get more. We want more. Do you believe, let's talk about that process and the information, and others we already see where they're, as we say, going to the mattresses. Do you believe that the administration is prepared, given the information you're going to request, subpoenas you might have, that they're prepared to turn over this information so that you can have a full inquiry, sir? No. I think what they're going to do is 
they're going to they're going to try to slow walk everything and run out the clock. Um, that's why we we ultimately will have to issue subpoenas on this. Failure to uh, adhere to the subpoenas will uh, ultimately result in contempt of Congress, I believe. But one thing that happens, Steve, is most of the time a threat of a subpoena is enough to get a volunteer uh, deposition or closed door in, uh, interrogation. Do you think this process, there'll be whistleblowers coming forward, people that actually saw the law being broken and, and worked in some of these planning sessions? I mean, some of the stuff they're doing now with humanitarian parole, all these things, as, as Todd Bensman's walked through many, many times, has they've, they've worked uh, diligently to subvert existing U.S. laws. Do you believe you'll get whistleblowers and uh, other people coming forward that will be able to back up some of these charges? Yes, I've already had people approach me. I had people approach me um, several months ago, even, and I've just I've just been waiting to approach them after to the for the right time and moment. Do you think that this uh, freezes? Do you think the Biden regime will know that they're on notice now? This will freeze because what they've put in place right now is to is to even have more. You know, we had a record number in December, had a record number in November, had a record number for the year last year that broke the record that was the record the year before. Is your intention and do you believe that the threat of this in and of itself and the public exposure of this will freeze these guys in place? Or do you think they're still going to try to do workarounds? Well, what we're hoping is that Secretary Mayorkas will have the integrity to resign. And that the Biden administration, whoever they picked uh, to act in his stead, would um, begin taking the appropriate response to slow down the flow of illegal uh, migration. We know that we're fighting an administration that believes in an open border. They believe in an open border because they don't like the Westphalian nation state. They believe in an open border because they want to change permanently uh, the culture of the United States of America. They don't like the United States of America. Any myriad of reasons that they don't, that they want to open up the border. We hope that by going this way, that we will actually slow them down, number one, in their, in their uh, process, and that we can also generate enough material to convince, even if it's a handful of Democrats, that you have to close the border. Um, right now, they're in total denial. I don't. We had a hearing today at, in Judiciary Committee. They they still they still don't think it's an issue, and so we we have to convince them. And the way to do that, I think, ultimately, is going to be Secretary Mayorkas has got to be held accountable for what he's done. And if he is held accountable, then they have to, with undenying, they cannot deny any longer what the reality is. Congressman Biggs, can we hold you for a minute or two after we take a break? I, I am sorry. Can I have, have, I have got a meeting, Steve, Steve, that starts at 530. Fine. I, we will get other things. How do people get to you? I want people to get access to you about what's going on. We'll have you back because I have a lot more questions. Where, where do people go to get more access to Andy Biggs? Biggs.house.gov should have copies of everything, including our presser today. Also, uh, at Rep. Andy Biggs, AZ, um, uh, on, on most uh, social media. Congressman Biggs, one of the uh, one of the magnificent six. Congressman Biggs, you committed to the American people. You're going to do it, and you did it. Action, action, action. Honored to have you on here, sir. Honored to know you.
Congressman Andy Biggs. The impeachment process of Mayorkas kicked off. Short break. Philip Patrick drumming on the other side. Thanks to your support, Patriot Mobile has emerged as one of the leaders in the parallel economy, and they have big news. Patriot Mobile now offers services with all three major networks. This means if you're with the big three and like the service but hate their values, you can access them with Patriot Mobile. They also offer a performance guarantee. If you're not happy with your coverage, you can switch between the three major carriers for free. Patriot Mobile. America's only Christian conservative wireless provider offers nationwide coverage on the best 4G and 5G networks. So you get the same great service while supporting a company that fights to preserve our God-given rights and freedoms. This new year, resolve to stop supporting companies that don't align with your values. Their 100% U.S.-based customer service team makes switching easy. Just go to patriotmobile.com Bannon. That is PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon, or call them at 878-PATRIOT. That's 878-PATRIOT. Get free activation today with the offer code Bannon. That's PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon, or call 878-PATRIOT. Do it today. Take action. Use your agency. He said the search was planned. How long was it planned for? Were there any parameters for the search? He said they searched everything on the property. And then the other question, was there any reason to believe that anybody else in the Biden family would have also had access to these same documents? Yeah, I'm not going to speak to sort of the negotiations or discussions or uh, uh, collaborations between the president's personal attorney and DOJ in establishing the search. We're cooperating fully with the Justice Department. We're cooperating fully with the Justice Department and ensuring that they have access to the House, uh, the Rehoboth House today, the Wilmington House uh, previously to uh, be able to do a thorough search. And it's because the president uh, is moving quickly to get them access to the information that they need so that they can move forward with a thorough review that's thorough and it's done efficiently. Zolan? I just want to follow up on the handwritten notes. Is the White House aware of what specific, what they actually are and what they contain? You were saying they may say something about his time as vice president. What level of sensitivity might be contained in those handwritten notes? That's a good question, and I'm just not going to be able to speak to the underlying uh, contents of what the Justice Department may be looking at as part of their ongoing investigation. But look, I'll say again, you know, uh, as they move forward with this investigation, the president, his attorneys, the White House certainly are going to be fully cooperative with with that. We're following their lead to ensure that they have what they need in order to conduct a have thorough review. You, though? Have they told you specifically? I- I'm not going to speak to the DOJ. Yeah, you know, what is the total number of documents bearing classified markings that have been turned up as part of that's a good question. I think that that's probably more appropriate question for the Justice Department. I don't want to characterize sort of what they're reviewing and how they're going through all that. Okay, this was what's called a press gag. It was outside the uh, White House today. That is the uh, member of the uh, of the White House Counsel's Office that is put kind of full time on these uh, what I call the top secret crimes unit. Extraordinary, Philip Patrick. Uh, here we go. I just want to make sure you can put this in perspective because this is not your first rodeo. We have a. And by the way, it's, the concept is called This Time It's Totally Different. There's a famous book. I think it's a Harvard economist, Kenneth Rogoff. And he got Rabini, too. But these guys are specialists in debt. And the whole concept, whether you're in Rwanda or Argentina or, you know, Weimar Republic, you know, they always say, well, you know, when total debt gets greater than your GDP, this time it's totally different because we're doing it a different way. Different. The United States is 120%. 
that that's not a flashing red light. That's like the the that's a fire bell in the night. So you have you have this, and we've just started the negotiations. You have a debt crisis. You have rising interest rates. Or this interest rate situation that costs us eight hundred billion dollars in interest payments now in this debt. You clearly have a financial and an economic crisis because the economy is not pulling out of this thing. It's going it's going in the opposite direction. You have a war in Ukraine that the United States, the Biden regime that has this debt crisis, at the same time, they are pushing a major escalation, right, to, to bring in uh, tanks, which are just not a weapon system. It means a totally different type of warfare. They want to they have a, uh, you know, a combined arms major ground war to take back, to liberate Crimea. That's where we're at the liberate Crimea now, where they now know they're lying to us, and there's 700,000 Russian troops on the border about to pour in and, and, and destroy the part of Ukraine they haven't already destroyed. At the same time, brother, you have the FBI is, and I understand they played nice, but you had the FBI essentially raided the house of a sitting president. Today and you got a white. That's not a pr- private attorney. That is a guy that you pay your tax dollars. Pay this White House counsel Grundoon, that's out there every day now deflecting things in the mainstream media, for the first time because they realize that there's a story here they can't they can't hide anymore or all over him. We could have played the whole gaggle and it was kind of a disaster. H- how does that add up when, when they said that that Trump, uh, Philip Patrick, <laughs> with a force of instability. How does this look to global capital markets right now, sir? I, I mean, let's look at the numbers under the, the Trump economy, and now let's look at look at the Biden economy, right? Debt to GDP is absurd. Listen, typically, we want it around the 77% level. According to, to Reinhardt and Rogoff, anything over 90%, we're in big, big trouble. We're over 120 today. But it's not just debt to GDP. It's every other possible indicator. We mentioned the inversion of the yield curve, probably the most accurate indicator of recession. Basically, the two and the 10 and every short term paying more than long term right now. We've got price to earning ratios just completely out of proportion. And we've got this just ticking time bomb of a national debt. It's disastrous all the way around, right? And then you've got the Biden administration saying, look, GDP up 6.8% last year. We're doing well. Yet inflation for last year, exactly 6.8%. I mean, the US economy right now is a hamster wheel, and it is an absolute disaster. No matter what the liberal media, the Biden administration try and distract us with, the realities, the fundamentals, the numbers are an absolute disaster. And now we're trying to fund a war in Ukraine. We're, you know, they're fighting the Republicans about having a blank checkbook to continue spending. It's just gotten completely out of control. This is the intensity is only going to in, in, increase. Okay, for, for Birch Gold, two things. I want to make sure you get access to go see about having uh, a precious metals-backed uh, retirement, right? Our, our IRAs, 401ks, but I want you to talk to the experts. In addition, I want you to get everything we're talking about, the U.S. dollar, because we told you the politics of money is coming back. That was the very first chapter we did. You need to get immersed in this topic because it's going to drive so much of the conversation. Go to birchstolgacom slash Bannon. You can get an expert, Philip, and, or, and you can also get everything we're putting out about the currency that you need to understand. Philip, how do they get and talk to an advisor over there? Because I want to make sure people get access to it. 
Yeah, it's very simple. So for the information, birchgold.com slash Bannon, uh, you'll get an information kit. We'll reach out. Um, they can call us directly, 800-355-2116. They get access to, uh, you know, somebody like myself there at Birch. It's all about information. Listen, we can help protect retirement accounts and everything else. The dollar empire stuff, though, that's building your knowledge base. That makes you understand what's happening. It makes you understand the system. And that's important because that can help with the bigger picture stuff. It'll push people to go and vote for people that represent their interests. It's really important to gain as much knowledge as you can. We can provide that on precious metals, IRAs, your guides, your your reports, Steve, really give people the context for it. So both of those together, really powerful information. And it's all free. So go there now. By the way, I'm announced right now. I'm going to start talking to Philip Patrick about joining us at CPAC Live so you get to meet him. Philip Patrick, uh, I know it's hard to get you out of L.A., sir, but uh, we'll, we'll work on it somehow. Philip Patrick, thank, thank you so much for coming on, brother. Appreciate it. Thank you, Steve. So much in the economy and global capital markets. Uh, Boris had to bounce, but I want to play a package we put together from a little bit of this morning and President Trump. Let's go ahead and play the package of J.D. Vance. One of the most important pieces, I'm quite frankly kind of shocked that Gijo and the guys at the Wall Street Journal, <laughs> Trump's best foreign policy, not starting any wars. Now, there's twofold here. The, the headline today is you're endorsing, I guess, President Trump That's right. out of the box, and, and you lay out this case, but there's uh, there's... A lot here I want to cover. So let's get the, you're endorsing President Trump. That's right. Endorsing President Trump, obviously his support was very helpful to us in both the primary and the general election in Ohio. Um, but importantly, the case that I lay out here is it's really about policy. And in particular, you know, we often talk about Trump's domestic policy achievements, but the foreign policy is the most important part because that's where the blob is most corrupt. That's where they're most wrong. And that's where they're most destructive. If you think about, I, th- I think the mainstream media tells me all the time that, uh, you know, he was dangerous. Uh, he's Absolutely. not, he's not uh, statesmanlike, as you mentioned in your article. Uh, he's uncouth. Um, you know, MSNBC, CNN, Fareed Zakara, you know, they, 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 it's pearl clutching nonstop about his style, sir. It, it, and, and it's, they're obsessed with his style at the very same time that his substance is actually the most cautious and the most careful foreign policy we've had in this country in a generation. I mean, just think about this. From my perspective, Steve, I graduated from high school in 2003, enlisted in the United States Marine Corps. George W. Bush was president. Since I've been an adult, you had two separate two-term administrations, Bush and then Obama, start four separate wars, none of which were successful for this country. Trump comes in and actually one starts to decouple from China, another great foreign policy achievement. Uh, But more importantly, he doesn't start any new conflicts, and he starts the process of diplomacy with these regimes that people said, you can't talk to these guys. And Trump came along and said, well, why can't you talk to him? It's sure as hell better than letting us completely stagnate our relationship with these regimes and potentially lead to further conflict down the road. So I think what, what, what he accomplished there is actually the most important part of his presidency. And by the way, it's why they hate him the most. If you really go to this... This is why the D.C. establishment hates the guy, because they make a lot of money from broken American foreign policy. If we can fix it, we'll save a lot of American lives. We'll also empty their pocketbook. A major disaster is brewing. If I were president, the Russia-Ukraine war would never have happened, never in a million years. But even now, if I were president, I'd be able to negotiate an end to this horrible and rapidly escalating war Within 24 hours, it can be done. You have to say the right things, not the wrong things. I think we 
helped lead Russia into that war by saying, well, if they took a small part of the country, that would be okay. Such a tragic waste of human life when you look at all that's happening there. Those cities are obliterated. First comes the tanks, and then come the nukes. Get this crazy war ended now. It can be done, and in fact, it's easy to get done. When I'm president, we will be a strong country again. People will never be playing these games like they've been doing to the United States of America. They don't respect us anymore. They respected us greatly two and a half years ago. They don't respect us anymore. Thank you very much. Steve, if Ukraine is as important as the Biden administration and way too many Republicans say it is, then why isn't Europe stepping up and doing its job? Why are we footing the majority of this bill even today? The argument often made is that if Putin marches through Ukraine, then that he won't stop until he reaches Berlin. Well, number one, isn't that the problem of the Germans? And number two, the Germans sure as hell aren't acting like they're worried about Vladimir Putin. Why are we so worried about what he can do instead of worrying about our own national interest? Okay, this is having uh, a big impact. Uh, what JD's doing, what President Trump's doing, the headline today in the Financial Times: Brussels press to rein in promises fueling Ukraine's fast-track EU hopes. This is the whole thing of the provocation about adding Ukraine to NATO and adding Ukraine to the EU. And what JD's talking there is what President Trump wanted to turn NATO from a protectorate, which it is now. The United States puts up virtually all the money. We provide all the troops, right? We're, we're the great guarantor of European security to basically have the European nations pay 2% of their GDP, which I think we pay 3.5%, 2% of their uh, GDP, which they committed to in 14 after the Ukraine government uh, fell, right? The Democratic government was overthrown. Democratic, it was Putin-linked, don't get me wrong. They, they were not good guys. But that democratically elected government was overthrown. NATO then committed to do 2%, which they did not do until President Trump came to office and President Trump forced them to meet their commitments. And this is, it's, it's not serious enough. If, if the Russian thing is such a big deal, why is NATO, why are the nations right there, the frontline nations, not meeting their commitments? Besides, you know, now again, you get a Poland or you get a Latvia, you get one, I'm talking about Germany and France and the United Kingdom. United Kingdom admitted the other day they could put forward one combat division, one combat division. This war will be fought with American money, American capital, American weapons, American troops. That's what's going to happen. And that's why President Trump came out today. Like he said the other day, he could he could bring this to a conclusion in 24 hours peacefully. You need a deal maker who has strength and people fear and Putin, these guys fearing. OK, short commercial break. We're going to have. Um, how do I say this? Something very upbeat, very positive, very special guest in the house, in the war room. Next. A lot of people complain about the state of our country or the way woke corporations treat us and their employees, but it's not enough to complain. We need to change the way the marketplace works, and that starts with you and where you spend your money. 
In less than a year, Public SQ has grown to be the largest platform of patriotic, freedom-loving businesses the world has ever seen. Whether you want to support a restaurant that only buys from local farms, a coffee shop that took a stand against COVID mandates, or a bank that would never counsel you, counsel you for your political views, Public SQ is your guide. There's also interactive, sensor-free community groups where you can connect with other local members. Here's the best part. It's absolutely, totally free to join. Just go to publicsq.com. That's publicsq.com. Public, the, word, the letters, sq.com. And download the app today, totally free. Simply create an account and begin your search. You can also list your business for free so your local community can start to support you. We can't always change the world, but we can change how and where we spend our hard-earned dollars. Begin your search at Public Square today. Go to publicsq.com. That's publicsq.com. Has arrived. The new social media taking on big tech, protecting free speech, and canceling cancel culture. Join the marketplace of ideas. The platform for independent thought has arrived. Superior technology. No more selling your personal data. No more censorship. No more cancel culture. Enough. Getter has arrived. It's time to say what you want the way you want. Download now. Started with a remnant small Gideon's army on the Golden Gate Bridge in San Francisco in July of 2020 has now gone viral across America. We have taken lettuce worship to over 170 cities across the nation, gathered hundreds of thousands, seen tens of thousands saved, healed, delivered, set free in the heart of the nation awaken again. This is the season to dream even bigger with God as we take the momentum of what he's done the last two years and we bring lettuce worship to every single state capital across America. As I'm standing here in the U.S. Capitol, I am declaring today the breakthrough that we've seen here over three years of gathering for lettuce worship, we are now going to bring to all 50 states. Beginning in 2023 and 2024, I am so proud to announce that lettuce worship will be going to every single state capital across America. Just like we see Jesus tell the disciples to pray that thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. 
We believe this is the season to bring the kingdom to the capitals across America. Join with us over the next two years as we journey to see the fires of revival burn in every single U.S. capital. This is a monumental and ambitious dream that God has given us, and we cannot do it without you. Now is the time. Let us worship. The one and only Sean Foyt joins us. Uh, you have been such an inspiration to so many people around the country. You've got a major new project. You're announcing it here. Walk us through. Tell the War Room Posse what you're going to do. Yeah, it's wild. It's ambitious. It is something only God can can call us to do. We're taking Let Us Worship, this movement that we've had across America. We've, we've gone 170 cities. It was born in the pandemic. And we're taking it in 2023 and 2024 to all 50 U.S. state capitals. So picture this, thousands of people gathering in every U.S. capital going from state to state. And uh, it's going to be phenomenal. I don't know if anything like this has happened that that I've heard about in American history. There's no doubt. By the way, you're partnering with Charlie Kirk and the great guys over at uh, Men and Women over Turning Point. To do this. So 2023, 2024, you're going to do all 50 state capital, 25 each year, roughly? Yeah, probably about 25. We'll, we'll, we'll focus predominantly on the super blue and the super red in 23, and then we'll move to the purple in 24. <laughs> the swings. Are we in a spiritual war? 1,000%. Um, I, that, that's exactly why we're doing this. I think that, you know, it says in the Bible, you know, battle isn't against flesh and blood. And I can tell you, I come to D.C. quite often, and uh, today we were worshiping actually on the rotunda floor inside of the Capitol, and you can feel it, man. It's like a real, it's a real battle. It's a real spiritual battle that we're in, and I think it's time to When you say you can feel it, what do you mean by that? You can feel, I can feel that things have changed. I'm actually really optimistic. Um, Tell people that, because they need to hear that. Yeah, I am. I am. I mean, we've been doing stuff, listen, we had the... We've had the largest gathering uh, in the church in Washington, D.C. for the last three years in a row. We've had it on the National Mall, um, and it's been, it's, it's been difficult, you know, the last two years especially. Um, not just the permitting and the process and jump through all the hoops, but spiritually, it's, it's, you've, you've felt a lot of resistance. There's like an oppression. There's, like there's, cla- there's, heavi- there's, there's a weight. There's, there's an a oppression. heaviness in yeah. this town. But something happened with this whole regime change in the house. And I don't even know, I'm still like processing it, but today I was walking through the Capitol with my guitar, we were worshiping, we were singing, no one was stopping us, there was no red tape. It's definitely a a new day here. You can feel, and we only got a couple of minutes, so I need people to, because I try to tell people this, there was there was like this heavy blanket, there was something on top of this, there was a spiritual force that was pressing things down. It's not all the way lifted, yeah. But you definitely, you can definitely feel that there's an energy here that was not here before. Yeah, there's a crack. There's, there's starting to be. I feel like we're coming into a season where it's like there's some light breaking through, you know, and it's enough to actually give a lot of hope. And um, you know, we've had, we've been meeting with members today, of Congress, senators, and and everyone has this kind of expectation uh, about this. How do people season. get to your content? The music's amazing. You're drawing young people into this. You. You've got to be. It, people need to find out more about you, about your ministry, and particularly your music. 
Yeah, so they can obviously search my name on iTunes or Spotify or anywhere music is downloaded or streamed, Sean Foyt. You can also go to my website, seanfoyt.com. If you want to find more about this capital tour, we're calling it Kingdom to the Capital, bringing the kingdom of God to the capital. Every capital across America, you can go to kingdom to the capital with an O. Com, and we've released the first nine cities. We're Perfect. starting out in Baton Rouge, Louisiana in March. Uh, and then we're going, I think, Mississippi, Alabama. Then we're coming, you know, Little Rock, Nashville, Jefferson City, Missouri. Then we're going to swing, I think, Oklahoma City, Austin, wow. and Topeka. Well, we will cover this. Uh, Sean, thank you so much for coming here. Thank you for coming back to the Capitol. Yeah, Major kick- kickoff in, uh, in March. Kingdom to the Capitol with uh, the, our, our buddies over at Turning Point. Fantastic. And you're right. There, there's something, there's a negative energy that's being lifted off. Yes. Amen. Okay. Hour two, we're going to have Naomi on that Report 54 that blew everybody's head up about Pfizer and what actually happened. We're going to start, we're going to go to Memphis. There may be an element to this case that people are not talking about. Michael Patrick Leahy from the Tennessee Star. I think breaking some pretty big news in uh, Mr. Nichols' death. Short commercial break. Dave Walsh will be back. Uh, we got Joe Allen on uh, artificial intelligence. Naomi Wolf on the vaccine. Stick around. Hour two in the war room. Be back in a moment. We will fight till they're all gone. We rejoice when there's no war. Let's take down the CCP. War room posse, you already know free speech is under constant attack by the swamp and their big tech allies. They resell your communications and personal data while lecturing and laughing at you. I've got the solution. Unplugged Systems, a secure communications company, has an app suite you can install on any Android phone, including its own uncancelable app store, VPN, antivirus, and highly encrypted messenger, better than Wicker, Signal, Telegram, or anything else. None of your message or VPN traffic is stored, analyzed, or sold. Claim your security for only $10 a month. Go to their website, unplugged.com. That's unplugged.com slash warroom to install the Unplugged Suite. It's secure. It's private. It's the way we stay connected and informed. Get it now. Take action, action, action. Use your agency. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize That heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code warroom at checkout to save 67%. And do it again. Warroomhealth, all one word, warroomhealth.com. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there, do it today, check it out. 